for human beings. There's a time when the operation of the machine becomes so odious, makes you so sick at heart that you can't take part. You can't even passively take part. And you've got to put your bodies upon the gears and upon the wheels, upon the levers, upon all the apparatus, and you've got to make it stop. And you've got to indicate to the people who run it, to the people who own it, that unless you're free, the machine won't be prevented from working at all. Guys, I'd like to welcome you to the podcast. This is Medicinal Mass Podcast. I'm your host, Valentine Strand, and my guest today is Tom Stye. How you doing? What's up? Not much. Do you have to work today? No. Oh, good. I know a lot of people who are right now. Yeah, I do too. It fucking sucks to be them. Yeah. Saturdays are optional for me. It's nice. Yeah. One of my last jobs, it was mandatory, and it was, it was brutal. Yeah. Force me to work on Saturday. I'm going to give you like thirty percent production. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. It's Saturday. <laughs> All right. So let me ask you one of my first questions. I like to ask everyone. Uh, what was the first drug you ever took, and at what age? Marijuana. Really, marijuana was the first drug you ever took? Yeah, unless you well, unless you consider cigarettes a drug. Then cigarettes. Cigarettes would have been the first one, and I was like eight. Yeah. yeah. Eight? Yeah, I started young. That's real early. Yeah. A lot of people I've, I've usually asked, they uh, they say it's around like 10 and up. Well, they're pussies and step up their game. <laughs> so why did you take uh, a cigarette at eight? Peer pressure, like a motherfucker. Plus, both my my mom and my stepdad at the time, heavy smokers in the house. Pretty much every I knew, everybody I knew was a heavy smoker. And yeah, got together with my cousins one time on a, a family trip, and they were doing the whole butt diving thing, taking cigarette butts out of the ashtray, smoking them up, and they're like, "Try it, Tommy. Come on, try it. Oh, Do it." Is. Yeah, so I was like, "Oh, all right." And then they showed me how to. <coughs> How to like take a draw off a cigarette and then blow it out your nose without actually inhaling it. So I thought I was badass <laughs> doing it in the hotel bathroom, thinking mom didn't know what was going on, but I was dumb. Yeah. I was eight. <clears throat> Worst decision ever, though. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I remember, I think I, I think I talked about this before on the podcast. Uh, first time I ever 
took a or smoked cigarettes with my cousins, but uh, yeah, it was, I I wish I had never. Wish I had never done it. Worst de- decision ever. It's so bad. It's so bad. I mean, I was eight when I had my first one, and I probably started like fully smoking when I was like twelve, and I'm uh, was that going on twenty years now? Yeah. I've been smoking. Yeah, you're, you're and you're currently smoking. Currently, yes. Now, what what was the first cigarette you ever smoked? Do you remember what kind it was? Camel Light Menthol. It was disgusting. But I, <laughs> did I just powered through them. And uh, what do you smoke now? Marlboro Lights. Marlboro Lights. Yeah. Cigarettes that sell themselves, according to the Philip Morris reps. Okay, so what is your uh, drug of choice now? Marijuana and cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. You'd say nicotine's your actual drug of choice now, or it's just a drug of habit? It's a drug of habit. So marijuana is one of your drugs of choice. Yes, definitely a drug of choice. Yeah, when did you start uh, smoking pot? When I was 11. Yeah. Something like that, yeah, probably 11. And that, again, was courtesy of my mother and stepfather at the time. Mr. I'm going to fucking grow pot in the house, two different rooms, and pretend like you don't notice the giant stock hanging in the laundry room. <laughs> the first door you walk in when you come home from school, just, hey, that's broccoli. It don't smell like broccoli. <laughs> Remember the first time I saw it, I uh, I walked up to it, and I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, this fucking looks like broccoli. And I'm getting close yeah. to it, and then I bumped into it, yeah. and my shoulder just reeked like a skunk's ass for, like, three days. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and then plus they they cure it by putting it in the oven, sometimes the microwave, because they were, you know, dumb. They wanted to smoke it really fast. Yeah, they wanted to try it. So, I mean, leave the shit laying around in mass quantities. Some of it's bound to go missing by a, (laughs) you know, a curious preteen. Nice. So, 11. Now, was that, was that like mids or or low grade where you were getting seeds out of it? Or was that some good nugs that you were smoking back then? This is a serious question. I was eleven. Right. You don't remember having to. <laughs> no. Every time I took. Every time I took it from them, it was, it was already you know broken down. So I had to pick anything. But right. Once I graduated to getting it on my own, a lot of seeds, a lot of seeds. Yeah. Yeah. You know, back then nugs was you know kind bud or KBs. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't. Not nobody had it, and when they had it, it was super expensive. I don't think I ever encountered actual like nugs or like seeing crystals on pot until after the 2000s. Yeah, yeah, I'd have to agree with you there. I think the first time I saw like super danks was in like 2006 when my little buddy of mine introduced me to strawberry cough. Oh, yeah, yeah, he coughed like a motherfucker, and I just took it and like, really, that's cool, tastes good. Doesn't taste like strawberries, though. Yeah. No, not at all. I had uh, KB once, and these buds, they looked like, it was like fire. Like the buds look, themselves looked like a, a cartoonish fire growing up the stalk, and the crystals on it were so dense that when I took it out of my pocket, they had like made like uh, <laughs> almost like a glazed like donut <laughs> look on it <laughs> from being pressed against my pocket. It was... <laughs> It was pretty, then it was super strong. But, that's, uh, the, that's, that's the good stuff. And it's funny, it's like, that's what it is for everything nowadays. Yeah, it's like, just, that's the norm. Yeah. Like, I, uh, my roommate, 
gets uh he still gets brickweed. Really? I'm yeah. so surprised whenever I hear that. I'm like, yeah. You at, where did you find how where who is selling this? A, a, apparently some <laughs> how are, apparently how are some, they making any money? <laughs> apparently some old hippie that lives around us sells it. God. He came home one day and he the the it was like it was like the corner of the brick. So the corner of it was like an inch tall. Mm-hmm. And I had to take a double take at it and actually ask him like is that is it is it is that brickweed? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. And I was like, seriously, I need to take a picture of this and send it to somebody. Funny. Yeah, I remember besides the first time <laughs> seeing it as a, a, a child, uh, as a teenager, seeing it and actually, you know, getting some for myself, it looked like something that had been literally squeezed out of like a Play-Doh factory. <laughs> it was this little rectangular, like green thing. And he just like broke some off for me for like, you know, five or seven dollars or something. Yeah, I guess so. You get so high off it. I don't. I don't understand. I know. I'll, I'll, I'll smoke a I guess, joint or a I can smoke that now, and it's no nothing. Yeah. Well, now nowadays, I mean, like every once in a while, I'll smoke a blunt with my roommate, and maybe it's just because I cough, con- just pretty much consistently throughout smoking this blunt that I get high. But mm-hmm. I get high, or it's the fact that as he's rolling the blunt, I'm smoking a bowl of my own weed. <laughs> <laughs> That might have something to do with it. It might. I don't know. I'm I'm not brave enough to test the theory out. Yeah. I don't want to just smoke his weed sober. Sounds painful. Now, a lot of people say they would never choose this, but do you ever feel like quitting? Quitting what? Your drug of choice? Yeah. Yeah, I've actually been considering it. Yeah? Just because, I mean, I don't pay an arm and a leg for what I pick up at a time, but... There's weeks come up like now, you know, I got to buy some snowboard boots mm-hmm. and now it's a choice. Do I buy a bag of weed and just prolong buying a pair of snowboard boots and then end up having to rent every time? Or do I forgo a bag of weed one week, take the money, throw it, in, you know, throw it in my drawer or whatever, and then mm-hmm. have the money quicker? You know, it'd be cool like out in Colorado where they have those uh, dab bars. Yes. Like after work, you could just go and like take a couple dabs, and like go home. Yeah, that'd be cool. You wouldn't have to worry about any of the mess or cleanup or anything. I know, or transporting or keeping yeah. a stockpile of paraphernalia. Right. The the fact about being a criminal, it's, it's it the sucks. Worst. That's yeah. That's that's what gets me every time is being where we are. You have to be a criminal to just smoke a plant. Right. Yeah, I, uh, you'll never see me a better driver any other time except for when I have a bag of weed in my pocket. <laughs> you'll never see me as sweaty of a driver as I am. <laughs> I've got a bag of weed <laughs> that too. anywhere in the vehicle, you know, wrapped up in something, stashed, stashing something with a lid in the bottom of a box. <laughs> Buried in the trunk, covered the, with three pounds of clothing. Yeah, I'm just sweaty as all can be. I do it so much. I'm actually comfortable with it now. Like wow. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. Like I obey every, you know, written traffic law. Yeah. Like I, just yeah, I don't make any mistakes because I don't want to run the risk. Like getting searched when you get pulled over is just it's like it's degrading. Yeah, I've heard people say that when you're when you when you get pulled over, you're supposed to put your shit in your pocket when you get out because it's harder for them to search your person than it is for them to search the vehicle. They're idiots because the first thing they do is fucking search me you know, when I get I out of the car. I thought that same thing because that's exactly what's happened to me every yeah, time. Yeah, I, I, I get out and they're like, all right, go walk back to my car, sir, and 
they're like, do you have any weapons on you? I just need, you know, I need to patch you down. Do you have any weapons on you? Yeah. No, I don't have any weapons. And then they commence, you know, molestation. Right. Oh, yeah. I've had the worst one done. Oh, I hate water. it. But, you know, I, I, after the fact, I give it to him because he had a legitimate reason to do it. But when I got out of the car, the next thing I knew, like I heard, you know, his gun being drawn and he's, you know, told me to put his hands up or put my hands up and, uh, I said, like, yep, <laughs> put him up. And then just hands all over my body, just caressing just, me, oh. like up against my left nipple, down <laughs> across my crotch, and just, just everywhere. Give me the drugs. And I was like, what is going on? And he, he, and he, you know, puts his foot in between my legs and kicks it out and, you know, feels up and down my legs and everything. But yeah, that was real fucking creepy feeling that. Did they buy you dinner afterwards? Because that, that, that seems warranted there. Even better, they impounded my vehicle. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I yeah. didn't have insurance. Oh, yeah. that sucks. Getting pulled over for loud exhaust. Thankfully, though, I didn't have any drugs on me, so I couldn't be you know hauled away as an actual criminal. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I've learned that uh, oftentimes, if you have small amounts on you, it's almost better. To just tell them? To just be like, yeah, I've got, I've got, I've got some weed in the car. That's what happened to me. I had a, I had less than a, I had a, it was a half eighth, and I told them that they couldn't search the vehicle. I, I passed field sobriety. I, I wasn't high. You got a field sobriety off of being stoned. I wasn't stoned. It was just late. It was like two a.m. Oh, okay. And he said, "Oh, your eyes are kind of bloodshot." And I was like, "It's like two a.m., buddy. I'm just <laughs> trying to get home." Like I'm tired, and, man. Uh, yeah, the the vehicle didn't smell like pot. Nothing. I had a fucking goldfish in the back. I had, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then he's like, after I passed it and everything, he's like, you you know, is it all right if I search the vehicle? I said, no. He's like, all right, go ahead and wait, wait, uh, sit down and wait for the drug dogs. Awesome. Drug dogs are fucking bullshit. Every time they've pulled drug dogs on me. I've I've had them pulled on me and they hit and there's nothing in there several times. Well, yeah, I have it where they hit after they've circled my car. Yeah. Like the the cop will walk the dog around my my car. He won't do nothing and as soon as he gets like back to the squad car, he starts barking up a storm and they're like, "Oh, dog got a hit. Let's search the guy's car." Yeah. See, I don't know though because <clears throat> I've heard it's when they sit down and then I've heard, you know, when it's when they they're barking because they they jump up in the window one Dicks. time. The dog was just jumping into the window and they're like, oh, he's got a hit. And then the other time the dog just sits down. They're like, oh, we got a hit. I don't really give a fuck yeah. anymore. This dog, it did, it did. every time they don't do anything. They just walk around the car sniffing. They don't stop. They don't look. They don't hesitate. They don't fart. They, nothing. Just nope. And then they get to the cop car and they're barking. Sometimes I want to turn to the cop and be like, can I search your vehicle? <laughs> right. Like, what do you got? Yeah. And I lost my license over that one. Oh, I for oh having half aid, and it, yeah. The reason I lost oh. it is because it was in the vehicle with me. Oh, I had I had that happen to me too. I had like maybe a gram and a pipe on me, and lost my license for thirty days. Had to take a DUI test and a written test to get my license back. Yeah, it's not, it's bullshit. Not fun. So, do you ever? Um, oh shit! I already asked. That. <laughs> <laughs> when was the moment you realized you were hooked? Uh... Like the moment you realized, like I'm. I'm going to do this, you know, until the day I die. Like out of all the drugs, because you, you, I imagine you've done a lot of drugs. I've done, I've done a few. Right. Done a few drugs. Um, I don't know. I probably, it was probably, I was 
probably when I was like 20, honestly. Yeah. Because, I mean, I smoked pot on and off for years, you know, you know, like 12, around 12 is when I started, like, you know, full time, just doing it every day with my friends. And, you know, I'd do it for a while and then I wouldn't, and I'd do it for a while and I wouldn't. And it, probably like 2021 20, is when I decided, like, hey, I'm going to smoke some pot right now. Yeah. And then with everything going on in my life at the time, and it just all of a sudden, shit went away and i was like i feel fantastic and then yeah on i was just like or on on pot you yeah feel fantastic yeah like the pain went away i settled down a little bit my mind wasn't going 100 miles an hour so i could actually think clearly you know if i was ever stressing over a situation after i'd smoke a joint or something i'd you know it's, it's like my version of counting to five and taking a step back so to speak, I think, I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. It just, it, it helped with daily life and I enjoyed that. So yeah, just kept, kept going. Not to say I haven't stopped for, you know, probation and stuff here and there. Right. Or, you know, get a new job. I think since the last episode, um, the last episode I wasn't smoking pot <laughs> <laughs> and this one I'm smoking pot again. Yeah. Um, yeah. You are. It was an interesting transit. Uh, transition to go from completely sober nothing and i started uh, drinking coffee after work every day after I, work yeah after work most normal people drink it, coffee before it, it was work. such a slippery slope because then because <laughs> then i tried some pot one time and it was like i had just like ate a whole bag of mushrooms and done some acid and i i was just like my whole body was vibrating and it was like the first time I had gotten high. When yeah, I, was, <laughs> I was just going to say, you say I tried some weed. Yeah. Like you'd never smoked it before. Oh, it like, was. Oh, what is this mystery green substance I hear about? Yeah, I, I was like getting all paranoid and shit. Like, <laughs> and I had to keep reminding myself like, yeah, it's it's just pot. This it's just is... pot. It's cool. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. And then uh, it, it slowly went away and now it just feels awesome to smoke. Yeah. Yeah. It just kinda... It's just a regular feeling again. It's kind of like the first time going snowboarding after so long. You just, you know. But can you imagine though? Out. Like I imagine, I, I can totally see where like a politician's going at. Like if they ever tried it and they got high for the first time, they'd be like, this is fucked up. How is anyone able to function on this? You know? <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't expect anyone to be able to even drive a vehicle that high. Like, like you're almost hallucinating you're that fucking high, right? <laughs> you're not just feeling good in your body. You're actually, like, visually hallucinating as well as, you know. That's intense, man. Yeah, well, like, like it literally felt like my entire body was vibrating. Like, <laughs> oh. like your adrenaline's flowing. Yeah. Like it's like you said, it's literally the first time you're doing it. So yeah, you feel, first, you feel like you should be hiding. hiding. Like the time where you could just laugh like for hours on end, just at hysterically stupid. At, at nothing. <laughs> right, you're laughing because you're laughing. So, uh, what other drugs have you done? Uh, I've done meth. I've done cocaine. I've done acid, and I've done shrooms. Nice. Okay, so what was meth like? Gay. <laughs> i didn't i i uh i didn't like meth meth sucked yeah like i i compared the two highs with like what two highs pot and no meth, meth and cocaine ah. the meth high is similar to the coke high but what really sucks is the come down off of meth that was the worst experience i've ever had 
with that with putting shit up my nose. Like I'm laying there and I I'm tired. So I know I'm tired. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck, fuck, fuck smoking. That's too much goddamn work. That's like doing heroin. Bend the spoons, tie off, heat up the spoon. <laughs> Just put it in my body and let's get it on. Yeah. That's why, you know, that's why I snorted it. That's why I preferred cocaine over crack, too. You didn't do a hot rail or anything? You just straight up snorted it? No, I'm not a psycho. Yeah. That's... I, I watch people do that. No. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm No. That's okay. Have fun with that. I never did foilies, either, or anything like that. What's that? Uh, I put the meth on a piece of tinfoil and <laughs> fucking heat up the tinfoil and, like, cook the meth on the tinfoil and then breathe. Mm-hmm. It's kind of... But uh can't think of the damn word. It's uh we'll go with prehistoric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Archaic. Yeah, yeah. Archaic way of doing it and then mm-hmm. yeah, I think they graduated to the light bulb and they couldn't afford their two dollar incense burner. I've also seen people use the light bulb. The light bulb, <laughs> I know it's weird as shit. Just what are you doing with the light bulb? Oh you're okay. Yeah. No, they geek the fuck up. But I didn't, I wasn't able to stay up for, you know, days and days on end. Mm. And I didn't end up in a closet wearing a tinfoil hat. You didn't have enough money, you mean? I didn't pay for the shit. Oh, I would never buy it. Just a a buddy of mine had it and he offered me a bump or two. Try it out. And I was like, all right, cool. You know, free drugs. Let's do it. Then I did it and I'm running around and. I feel amped up and like I'm just running on adrenaline, but I'm, you know, I'm not going crazy. Like I'm not cleaning somebody's bathroom with a toothbrush. Right. Like I say, the come down is, it's really bad. Like I want to sleep and I know I can sleep, but the drugs are still like full bore. How long does the come down last? Oh my God. I don't even know. I, I literally just laid in my bed, didn't move for I don't know how long until I finally passed out. Reminds me of coming down off of mushrooms. Some some people, it uh, a friend of ours, it will be tripping. I know you know, big guy. Yeah, um, yeah, so we'll yeah. be we'll be tripping, we'll be tripping and tripping, and then all of a sudden he's like, "Hey, all right, well I'm gonna go to bed." He's just done. Just um, yep. yeah, it's just it over. Oh, he's he's done, and I'm like, really, still going in waves. And like hours later, I'm like, okay, I think I can finally go lay down, and I'm still hearing like weird random noises and <laughs> and clicks and and whistles and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I could I couldn't even close my eyes if I was seeing still seeing faint hmm. anything because the second I close my eyes, it's like, hey, there it is again. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I just yeah. It sucks. So, um, what was the cocaine high like? Goddamn, what's this? Well, the cocaine high was was interesting. It's kind of similar to math. You feel, you know, oh, you feel alive, man. You can see into the future. You feel super very abundant. You have to cross-legged. That's how I was sitting, kind of, and my foot fell the fuck asleep. Get off the major artery there. <laughs> that might help. There we go. So yeah, the the, the coke high was you know you're you know you feel 
Like you have energy. You know, you're not. I mean, unless you just did an eight ball or something, you're not exactly jittery, but you know, you feel the energy. You want to move. You want to move. You want to go. You want to go. You want to go. And you know, your mind's moving a hundred miles an hour, and you're just you're just doing. Flying by the seat of your pants, literally. When was the first time you ever did cocaine? Tw- uh, 23, 22. I was 22. I was at a bar. Some random people were like, you ever do some cocaine? I was like, no, man, what's that? No, I'm just kidding. It was actually a buddy of mine that offered it to me the first time. Yeah, he offered me a. He's like, "Hey, man, you know, you got anything going on this weekend?" I'm like, "No." He's like, "Dude, come chill at the house. We'll watch the game. We'll play some Guitar Hero. Smoke some pot. Have some drinks. It'll be good." I'm yeah. like, "All right, this sounds fun." No mention of cocaine at all. I didn't even know the guy did cocaine. <laughs> and I get to his house and you know, I meet his wife and pet his damn cat because <laughs> it wouldn't leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, and. We're sitting there, and we're just watching TV at the time, and we just smoked, like, three bowls of some super dank weed. And He goes to pack another one. And before he does, he asks me. He goes, hey, you want to smoke another bowl? And I'm like, no. No, I'm okay. I'm high. I'm, I'm good. He's like, okay. Yeah. Want to do some cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> just like that, too. And I'm like... Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right. And he goes out and, you know, you, you snort coke off a mirror. And I'm not 100% why. Maybe it's so you can see how sexy you look with a dollar bill <laughs> hanging out of your nose. I don't I, I never understood it. But I expected him to come out with like a six inch by six inch, you know, square mirror. No, he goes and gets the goddamn mirror off his bedroom fucking wall. It looks like. <laughs> It looks like the Evil Queen's mirror from Snow White. Just huge. I'm like, (laughs) whoa. And he goes to work and calls me over there and he's got, you know, he's got like five, six lines cut out and they're like 12 inches long and Mm. they're pretty thick, like, you know, like a quarter inch thick. And he goes, all right, I'll do one. And then you can do one. I'm like, okay, that's weird. So he does one and he does his and he's like, all right, don't do that. He's like, I've been doing cocaine for a while. He's like, take, you know, cut your line into like fourths or something like that. Right. He's like, cut it. Maybe it was ace. I don't know. He's like, take one chunk up one nostril, take another chunk up the other nostril and then just be done for, you know, a little while. And then when you come back, you just split them. Mm-hmm. So each each time, you know, you do half up one nostril, half up the other nostril. And that, you know, whatever lasts maybe, uh, we were doing them in like five hours, four hours, that whole thing. Right. And, you know, a certain point, you know, you do your full one, then you do your couple bumps, then you do another full one, and you just kind of keep going like that. But what, but we, we kept smoking weed too with it. Like we do, we do a line of Coke mm-hmm. and then we'd smoke like two bowls. While drinking. Okay, I was going to say, was there alcohol involved? A little. We, I mean, we weren't, I mean, might as well put a nipple on mine and put it in a bottle because I was nursing the fuck out of it. I wasn't really in the mood to drink. But it was a, it's a really weird combination of a high. Because yeah. instead of my body being, you know, like feeling tons of energy and, I mean, I get fidgety 
too. Right. Like I do, I move my fingers a lot. But while we smoked the pot, I was still, but my mind, on the other hand, right? Damn, <laughs> damn, <laughs> just it, just it was just zing gone, going, yeah. going. But my body moved like I was in a slow motion karate movie. Like this is after just the first two two bumps, or. Yeah, like right off the first, like right out of the gate, like we'd do a line, and then we'd smoke bowl, two bowls, three bowls, whatever we decided, and then we'd just chill, play video games, yeah, and then we do a bump, smoke bowl. I mean, we were like half a, half a breath away from putting the damn coke on the weed, which mm-hmm. I would have been totally against, because no, what, no, <laughs> that sounds horrible. Yeah, but you know, it was it was weird, and then. I'd stay up all night, which I'm able to do that sober, like on nothing. I can stay up all night and, you know, come like eight o'clock in the morning, you know, the party would die down or whatever and right. lay down and half hour later, boom, I'm out mm-hmm. sleeping, sleep for eight hours, get up, feel fine, smoke a bowl, smoke a pack of cigarettes. Cause I'm, you know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I miss smoking. <laughs> no, you don't. Not as Don't. much since I started smoking uh, pot again, but yeah. After the night was done, like I said, we just we turned on a movie or watch TV, boom, gone. Right, and then you know, and then, I'm not gonna lie, it was, it was it was really fun. Right, it was really, really, really fun. Like I thoroughly enjoyed that, mm-hmm. and I continued to do it for like <laughs> two years. Yeah, like every weekend I'd go to his house and you know do a bunch of blow. I was just going to say, how often were you doing it? Just every weekend? Mainly on the weekends, but at the time I was working I was working in a, a nightclub that no longer exists with a lot of very famous bands. So, yeah. you know, you hang out on you know some buses after a show and they're like, do this blow. Oh, really? And then you're <laughs> like, okay, let's, let's go. And, you know, I mean, it's fun. Really, really fun, but you know, it gets expensive too. Like I never paid full price for anything, but I'd always, you know, I can imagine. I think the guy was paying like 150 bucks for like right around two grams. And how many uh, lines of do you think you get out of two grams? I have no idea because honestly, every time that we did coke, his dealers were there partying with us, so. Yeah. I don't know where the coke came from, who was putting it on the mirror. I just kept putting it up my nose. Nice. I mean, they they honest, obviously, they, they'd monitor it. I mean, they're not, it's not the fucking 70s, dude. We're not going balls to the wall, just burying our faces into Scarface mm-hmm. piles. We're just, you know, responsible. So, so where was the weirdest place you ever snorted coke off of? Was it always off of mirrors? No. no it was not always off of mirrors i mean sometimes you know you do it out of a tutor what's a tutor that sounds (laughs) dirty (laughs) (laughs) it sounds like what i think it sounds like isn't it that's what you would you would think but it's it's the essential of like a portable dollar bill and mirror setup it's just it's in a 
it's in a tube with a... Okay, you had me thinking something completely different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it comes in a tube, and it's got a little lever that opens, you know, the passage, and you just put it into your nose and plug one side. Mm-hmm. There you go. You're good to go. Whee! But uh, I think the weirdest one was uh, in the bathroom out of a Parliament light cigarette. Yeah. That's that, that's always a little weird. The P-Funk? Yeah, yeah, because my, my buddy would always have it, or I'd have a little on me, and we'd want to do it at a show, but we don't want to be the guys that are in the bathroom cutting up lines on the toilet tank. <laughs> so he'd go into the bathroom, and he'd, he'd you know, here I would go into the bathroom, and we'd dip our cigarette in, take a quick, you know, bump, dip another cigarette, and then carefully put it back in the pack, mm-hmm. and then just... You know, go outside and hand him the cigarette pack. Yeah. And then he'd go in the bathroom and do his bump, and nobody was wiser. Because people are idiots. <coughs> I mean, otherwise, you know, snorting it off other people is interesting, too. Yeah. That's tricky. <laughs> <laughs> the Wolf of Wall Street. Yes. Yes, because that's that's tricky. Because if you put the you put the dollar bill too hard on the skin, you almost just essentially start sucking skin. Yeah, you're scraping someone's skin plates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. you got really dry skin. You should use lotion. Thank you, for, thank you for the great. thank you for the added <laughs> bonus. All right. So, what was the craziest thing that's that that that's happened while you were on it? Nothing. Nothing crazy ever happened. It was a really? complete disappointment. That was disappointing. Like I, like I thought I was gonna. You know, be doing blow, and all of a sudden I'm face-to-face with George Young, and, you know, life's just big fucking party. Right. But no, it no, it's not. Like, I mean, I didn't, you know, I wasn't any ever in any drive-bys, or I didn't ever have to go anywhere sketchy to buy it, or yeah. the people I was with were never sketchy. It was just like buying pot. Just... Nothing, nothing interesting. Did you find yourself ever uh, chasing the dragon in that first time you got high? In the first time you snorted those lines? No. No? No. So that's what people, like, that's what it seems like, you know, from this side of the line. I've never done cocaine myself. But uh, the way it's portrayed in every type of media, you know, is, is like you, you get high that first time and then that's all you're gonna want from that on you know yeah no i mean it's a it's a slippery slope for a drug it's a excuse me highly addictive drug right but uh <laughs> awesome <laughs> you should do it. I, I forgot to do it myself and just take it and uh, mute the or put on airplane airplane it'll do everything for you Air pain. Dude, gone. That'll sound nice in the recording. <laughs> Little dubstep Zelda. That's all over the fam- Family Against Humanity episodes. Oh, I'm sure it is. Still haven't uh, released those yet. Those will be bonus content. Nice. But yeah, it's uh, highly addictive, and some people, you know, I'm sure they do that first line, and they're like, fuck yes. Right. Where has this been all my life? But I, I wasn't. I wasn't like that. Maybe I've seen too many movies, you know, I know it can go wrong. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, I mean, it took, it was hard. It was hard as hell to get off of it. 
Right. Really, really fucking hard. Just seemed like I was getting to the point where kind of came to that proverbial crossroads. Like, all right, do you commit and just go for it? Just go for broke? Just ride it out? Mm-hmm. You know, die of a cocaine overdose and a fucking nightclub urinal? Or do you, do you get off now? Is this your stop or your life? And I, and I chose to get off. After how many years? Like two and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. I'd had enough. I could see it going very wrong. Right. I was having too much fun. Way too much fun. I mean, even now, I think about it and if I ever encountered somebody that was like, hey, you want to do some coke? I'd be like, yeah. Yeah. That's why I just, I stay, I stay away from it. Yeah. People, you know, I've, I've, I've given people rise to, you know, wherever. And they're like, Oh, you want to come in? You know, you know, guys, you know, guys are doing some blow and whatnot. And I'm like, no, no. Yeah. That seems to have helped me with some of my addictions. Um, you know, at least to begin with recognizing it yourself. Yeah. That you yourself have this, this problem, this addiction, this, this fault, whatever it is, it makes it easier, I'd have to say. You know, because if you can lie to yourself all you want. Yeah. But, I mean, it's so much easier to just, uh, you know, tell yourself the truth. Yeah, and, you know, as I get older, it's easier easier to deal with. I mean, nowadays, I could probably hang out at a party where somebody was doing blow and be fine. But, you know, I still just, I stay away from it. Yeah. If people are, people want to do it around me, I'm like, no, no, no. Like a guy, a guy I work with, worked with, in case any of them assholes ever listen. <laughs> did, uh, he does, uh, just meth. Yeah. He's, he's open about it to some of us. I don't know why the fuck he'd be open about that. I'd try to hide that as much as I could. Right. One day we were, we're working on this house and. Started to get super fucking crabby, like take some mitol, dude. Right. Just flipping out over everything and just all right, fuck it, let's go to lunch, you know. And he's we get in the car and we're driving, and he goes, dude, we gotta find a bathroom like right fucking now. He's like, I gotta do some, I gotta do some fucking lines, just now. And it's like, dude, <laughs> like settle the fuck down. He's and he, he went off. He was like, No, I'm not gonna fucking settle down, dude. This fucking day is fucked, everything is fucked, it just uh, it's like, all right, fine. So we we pull over and he gets out, goes into the bathroom, and I'm sure he cut it up on the back of the toilet tank because that's, that's hygienic. I want to snort that. And right. Comes back in and he's fine. Oh, really? Just done. Sounded like he was already on it. <laughs> yeah. He's probably, I don't know what his deal was, but yeah, he came out and he was like, let's go to some lunch. Wow. And then he ate like one and a half chicken nuggets and was like, I'm full. <laughs> I just, I just, I just can't eat. I can't eat. I wonder why you can't eat. Right. Eat less dope. Yeah. Fuck. Nice. So, what's the most intense drug uh, that you've ever done? Acid, for sure. Yeah. 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 The first few times I did it, it was fun. The last time I did it was not fun um, at all. So, when you did acid, did you get the pleasure of doing it in a dropper form? Or were you doing it on blotter paper? Blotter paper. Paper. Yeah. 
It's gross. Yeah, paper. It's not <laughs> like a uh, tape. It's just paper. You, you have to hold it in your mouth till it's like all the way, you know, saturated, and then just essentially chew it and eat it. Yeah, it's disgusting. Um, the one time I did it on paper, it was all right. It was not that great of acid. Um, the second time I did it on a gummy bear because <laughs> the dude like must have had a dropper full and made his own uh, Sour Patch Kids. Just balling. Yeah, it was on a Sour Patch Kid. There we go. This guy's balling. And it was really good. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what was yours like the first time you did it? And uh, how many hits did you, did you do? I did one hit, and it wasn't very effective. Yeah. Like, I saw faint trails and... You know, color manipulations. Did you get like the that. feeling right right in the middle of your chest? Like it wanted to like come out like happiness? <laughs> no. No, nothing? No, no, it was... Just visuals? Slight visuals. Yeah. And then the second time was similar to that, but just more intense visuals. Mm-hmm. How like, long did that last? Like eight hours. Yeah. Eight, nine hours. It's not as long as my shroom trips last. Right. Those last like 14. Yeah. It's a... Yeah. Yeah, see, like, for me, the shrimp trips always last longer. Generally, though, they stay around, like, eight hours. When I did the heroic dose, it was a good 12, like, 13 hours before I could, like, I was still tripping, like. Yeah. And then for a good almost, like, four or five months, I had, like, uh, uh, constantly, if I would stare at something, you know, you, I'd still have just visuals of stuff, like, moving a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I get like, that. Like, still, kind of, I I can st- still kind of see it, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. It mine mine never lasted like six months. You're you're special. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it was an intense trip. Uh, yeah, it's like like my last acid trip was uh, <clears throat> very intense and ultimately goddamn terrifying. Is is bad? Really, really, really bad. How many uh, hits did you do? Four. And where were you at when you school. did School. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Did you do them before school or did you take them at school? I took it on the bus to school. And what, and what did you end up uh, paying for, for them? I don't even remember. Yeah? Yeah. Like Getting <laughs> 50 bucks? I don't know. I was just thinking about this the other day of a kid I knew at school. I was in eighth grade and... uh he was this not very nice kid, but sometimes I'd sit with him. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> and and he would bum bad. me a cigarette, and uh, he would talk about how his mom gives him cigarettes. I was like, oh, that's cool, and he was really not cool. <laughs> but he's like, oh, man, I'm on acid right now, and his eyes were just boom, and just it scared fucking me. fucking Oreos. It scared me for the longest time. I was like, acid makes you a weird kid with fucking huge pupils. I don't <laughs> want that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, what uh, grade were you in? Uh, I think I was in... Fuck, sophomore year. So 10th? 10th grade. Yeah. First, was that that time? Yeah. Yeah, it was. So so you took four hits of acid. On the bus to school. (laughs) And you're in 10th grade. So let's walk us through this lovely, (laughs) (laughs) lovely story. I'm sure it turned out just fine for you, I, I take it. You had some slight visuals on this one, I'm assuming. Slight visuals, maybe a little bit of tingling and... You know, yeah. Um, well, I'll walk you through what I can fucking recall. Okay. <laughs> uh, it it started to hit me 
like an advisory class. And if anybody listening doesn't know what the hell an advisory class is, it's also known as a homeroom or a worthless 40 minutes of your day. 40 minute homeroom? That's yes. crazy. Yes, we listened to all the stupid morning announcements and the stupid They cut our short shit. like 15 minutes to like chop chop. We have like a million classes to cut into like an hour and five minutes for you guys. Yeah, no, they were like 40 minutes and then we went to our first class. But it started to hit me in advisory and it started out slow. You know, just started seeing visuals. The teacher would walk across the room and there'd be like 60 of her. I got to ask you this. So... What made you decide to take four hits of acid before getting to school even? <laughs> um, my answer then or my answer now? Um, no, now looking back. Because I was a fucking idiot? So, all right, so what then? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I thought it'd be interesting. You know, oh, I, I, so you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> right, right. I was a fucking idiot. I won't, you know, I was like, what's the harm in that? You know? Well, now I know what the harm was in that. Okay. So school is so, not the place to do acid. So continue on. You you were watching your teacher walk back. Walk back yeah. And, and like she had like shadows. It was like watching Johnny Cage do his shadow kick. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> just, just that. So this is just, this is a, it just starting to kick in. Yeah. Just starting to kick in. And by the time. By the time advisory ended, I was pretty much full blown tripping balls. It was, it was on, fucking, you know, trails, colors, you know, any anybody that would talk, the light would change around them. Really, fucking so synesthesia. Sure, whatever that fucking word is. <laughs> and as it, uh, as I'm realizing that I'm now fully tripping balls. Walls begin to melt, like straight up melt, like that that episode of Simpsons where somebody spikes the water and Marge takes a drink and she goes, "Ooh, the walls are melting again." <laughs> it was like out of a cartoon. Okay, walls are melting, and then I feel something bite my ass. Did you hear any music at all? No. Or was it just when people were talking? It was just when people were talking. There was no music. I was in okay. fucking school. Right. So I feel something like bite my ass and i'm like what the hell i turn around and look at the kid behind me and no he's buried in his book so it wasn't him because he's not a dick and i feel it again and i stand up and there's a face in my chair there's a goddamn face razor sharp ass teeth bloody mouth just (laughs) chomping just chomping and then the book starts talking to me yeah it's like i didn't i don't know i don't even know it just, it starts talking. I don't remember what it was telling me. Could you see the book opening and closing? Yeah. Like you were full on hallucinating the, yeah, the book. Yeah, like the mouth, the eyes, mouth. the nose, everything. Like it was, this was actually happening. Hold on. Hold on. Let's just pause this. And okay. <laughs> Oh, shit. There's a bunch of that uh, guitar center here. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking at them.
fucking love this movie. <laughs> what is it? I think it's the psilocybin one for me. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. I'm going to get the DMT one right here. Nice. And then I do want to get the LSD one, but it's so fucking wacky looking. <laughs> it's just mangled pieces of shit. Probably get this smoke. Yeah. Like a portion of it. Yeah, what were we talking about? Acid? Yeah, my high school acid, acid trip. Remember where we left off? Yeah, we were actually talking about the book talking to me. And me not knowing what it was actually saying. Right. Just See? I just knew it was fucking talking to me. <coughs> and all that like really freaked me the fuck out because I couldn't sit down. Because the chair was eating my ass, and the <laughs> book was very threatening sounding and very angry. Was this in the middle of a lecture where the teacher's like, hey, Tommy, sit what, What's yes. the matter, Tommy? <laughs> yes, the teacher was wondering what the hell was going on. I can't imagine what I looked like, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And then I excused myself from the classroom because I'm fucked up. Yeah. And I walk out into the hallways. and Did you bring your hall pass? <laughs> No, I didn't, and it didn't fucking matter because I wasn't hanging out in there long enough to get a hall pass from the teacher who could at any moment turn into some gnarly-looking creature from, like, a Rob Zombie video. Right. Just, so people oh, were, my God. People were also uh, yeah, morphing. They were trying to. I wasn't really focusing on those. I was more terrified of my desk at the mm-hmm. moment, and, yeah, so I just... I went in the hallway. So this is how long after taking four hits, and you took them all at the same time? Oh, yeah. Just like a boss. Just boop. Just do it. Um, like a boss, but you're not handling no, it like a boss. No, <laughs> no, I was handling like a bitch. Um, let's see. And We're probably so like this two is the last in. time you did acid? The very last time, and it will remain the last time okay. I've done acid. Just fuck that. <laughs> Whatever. I had my fun. Uh, we're probably like two hours in. Okay. And I go in the hallway, and immediately the lockers start on fire. (laughs) It's just engulfed in flames, and I turn around, and it looks like something out of the movie Aladdin. Right. All of a sudden, there's a big wall of fucking lava coming at me. Big old wave of lava. Oh, that part of Aladdin. That part of Aladdin, (laughs) yeah, yeah. With the the not-so-fun magic carpet ride. Right. Only I didn't have a fucking magic carpet. Or a poo. (laughs) Or a poo, or a genie, for that matter. Uh, but this big wave of lava coming at me, and there's lava on the floor mm-hmm. that's coming at me, too. So I have no choice but to start running, trying to escape this lava. Doesn't matter. Every hall I turned down, every corner I took, big wave of lava coming to fuck me up. <laughs> and I remember the wave of lava hitting me. And the next thing I remember. I'm laying under a table in an empty classroom, shaking with teachers around me. Okay. Asking me what the fuck is going on. What feeling were you having besides shaking? Pain. Pain? Lots of pain. Yeah. Lots of pain. I was hot. Every My whole body ached. It's just, it mm-hmm. wasn't fun. Were you uh, lucid when you came to? Were you still tripping? Yeah. You're still tripping? Yeah. But it wasn't like it, it. It was after the peak, so oh, I'm yeah. starting to so, like. I'm aware that you know I'm still seeing you know colors and 
mm-hmm. trails and weird shit. I'm still, it's not as intense, but I'm still seeing some pretty weird shit. Mm-hmm. But I know teachers are talking to me and they, they're asking me what's going on, what's going on. And you're feeling physical pain? Physical pain. But um, from the trip, you're not feeling anything besides visuals and hallucinations. If I was feeling anything, I couldn't tell you. Mm-hmm. Cause I hurt so bad. Right. So, so yeah, bad. you were probably thrashing around on the floor. Yeah, something. But all I know is I ended up going home shortly thereafter and sleeping it off. I don't know how long I was out or how long it lasted. I just know, it was, mm-hmm. you know, I just know that when it was over, it was over. I was relieved. It's pretty interesting that how you had such a visual representation of the peak that was coming towards you, like that lava. Yeah. Like that inevitability of that wall of lava coming at you. Yeah. Like that was going to happen no matter yeah, what. Yeah, that's was, that's what was that was. There was nothing scary. to stop that shit coming no. at you. And it it just, I mean, I think about it now, and like that would seem pretty sweet to to see and all. But yeah, that wave was like, I'm gonna fucking die. Mm-hmm. Like this is it. I gotta escape, and I. I could... But you know, fuck that. Right when when put that way, I I think it was definitely the setting you were in. You probably yeah. Like I I have you know with I've all noticed... hallucinations, you got to be in the right. Yeah, and school is school not, is not a place to no. do drugs. I I, I highly recommend. If you ever consider doing acid in a school setting, you should just jump off a cliff. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, just don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's bad. Yeah, just don't do drugs at school. That's probably the best thing. I I, I smoked pot maybe three times at school. Really? Yeah. That's it? Yep. I did it like every day. Nope. I I don't don't advise that. Yeah, I don't advise that either. No. No, I got. I never got caught doing that, but I did get caught smoking at school, mm-hmm. and they took my cigarettes and sent me home. For I didn't day. smoke it at school. Uh, we smoked it before school, and then we had our friend take our stuff, and then we, I passed out in first period because I was so high, <laughs> yeah. and then the next thing I knew, I I or, th- or this this huge hand clamped down on my right shoulder. And it's just the the assistant principal like shaking me awake like you might come up with me, son. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, it's never fun to wake up to. And I go in the principal's office and he's like, So, we got some rumors that you were uh smoking marijuana before school. I was like, I have no idea what you're talking like, about. What? Yeah. Um That's insane. <laughs> yeah, we had our friend uh Katie. Take <laughs> take our stuff. Nice. We'll, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh man. Wise. Yeah. And Wise that only choice. happened a couple times, like like two or three times. Um. Never got caught with any pot at school. Thank God, because they would have put run me through the system. Yeah, I never got caught. I never got caught with pot either. So. How many times have you done acid between the time, first time you did it with the couple and the last time with four? Like five or six. Yeah. Yeah. Were they were they all intense trips in the middle? Why did you decide, you know, to up it to four? Because the other times sucked. Yeah. I just kept only getting like minor visuals and 
all my friends were telling me, you know, what awesome trips they had and the shit that was going on. And I was like, I need to see this. Like, this I need is... to experience this. And you were taking one and two at a time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if it was only taking one or two hits or the quality of acid or whatever. But, yeah, I was only I think you I might getting... have been getting bad acid. Because the, the time, the last time I did it on uh, the Sour Patch Kid, it was so intense. Like the visual, it was like I was peeking on like a, a very large dose of mushrooms. Um, I was having really good visuals. I was having this pure, like, uh, like uh, at, at the very peak of it for a good, you know, hour and a half or so, I'd say. Just a constant wave of ecstasy and, and uh, orgasm going through my spine. Damn. Yeah. And then from the center of my chest, I had just great good feelings i don't know any other way to explain it other than it just felt like good feelings coming out of the center of my chest like yeah a care bear yeah um, almost yes yes exactly and the interesting thing you were rainbow bear i want i had already pulled up a bunch of things on the computer to look at um you ever uh, look at things that um when you look at them it, it looks like you're hallucinating yeah okay so i had a bunch of those put up and on most of them i couldn't get them to work like <laughs> I was already hallucinating. When I look away at just regular stuff, it was it would do what the <laughs> what what the tabs on the computer were intending for you know to happen on a regular straight fucking, mind. Fucking with your emotions. All right, so you're never gonna do shroom or uh, acid again. No, not once, not never. Really? Yeah, never, never. Oh, I don't want. I don't. I don't want to risk that again. Yeah. I, I, I don't. suppose. I don't. That's yeah. I'm done with the acid game. Have, acid, you, ever, have you ever done ecstasy? No. Really? Yeah, I was supposed to a couple of years ago when I went to Rockfest, but uh, I ended up being on probation and didn't want to risk a positive drug test for you know fucking math or some shit like that. Right. That would have been not good. Yeah, I've never done ecstasy myself. I'm up for doing pure MDMA, Molly, or whatever. But, no. But, um, yeah. Let's do Jeffries. What is Jeffries? Have, have you never seen Get Him to the Greek? No, I haven't. Oh, my God. You should just YouTube that later. I'll probably watch it, yeah. You should. It's, it's, no, it's, it's like the funniest I'm, part of the movie. Back in the 50s, they used MDMA to uh, to help with couples counseling. To help with what? Cu- couples counseling. With, like, man and wife. Really? Yeah. Some like, documentation of this. Oh yeah, definitely. I but need, no, I need um, to research this. Right. So when 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 they use ecstasy, it was like, you know, happy in the nineties and shit. They're mixing MDMA with you know cocaine, meth, and a Jesus bunch of other Christ. drugs. So when, whenever you get the different thing on 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 your ecstasy, like the Mercedes Benz mm-hmm. or the what, yeah. all the different symbols, they all are fucking some other drug. So you're maybe getting heroin, you're maybe getting cocaine, you're maybe getting meth. Yeah, that's not that's that's the not the fun part about doing ecstasy. Right. See, I that's why I wouldn't want to do it. That's well, that you got <clears> you got to know your shit. Right. That's why I would really like you know the, I'm up for doing if I could ever get a hold of pure MDMA. Check the dark web. Yeah. No thanks. I don't have any computer. <laughs> I'm I'm having trouble right now editing these audio files with this shitty computer I got. Oh man. Every time I do something, I can scroll it, and it just goes not responding. <laughs> and it's like, okay, I got 10 minutes to wait till I can scroll this again. I'll maybe minimize it so scrolling 
has a better effect. <laughs> not using so much. Um, all right, so your other psychedelics, what other psychedelics have you done? Shrooms. Yeah. How many times have you done shrooms? One time. Just one time? One time, and that was actually a psilocybin capsule. It was the first time I'd ever done that. Okay, so it wasn't actually shrooms. It wasn't actually shrooms. Well, okay, I lied. The first time I did shrooms, uh, I did one cap. It tasted like ass at farmer's feet and yes, didn't does. do a goddamn thing. Really? Nothing. Okay. I didn't even feel a body high. Just, I just ate a fucking mushroom. Yep. I didn't pay for it, so I wasn't mad. Mm-hmm. That can happen. <laughs> I've had that happen to an old one that I held on to for a long time. <coughs> this crazy old fuck that gave it to me was like, yeah, dude, I grow these. These are fresh. It's fresh, mm-hmm. man. Try it out. Hmm. He's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> just a drunk asshole. <laughs> fuck you. You lied to me. All right, so nothing happened that time. What nope. happened with the capsule? And what was this capsule? What was it? Yeah. It's called a psilocybin capsule. Okay, well that's I imagine the That's that's what we the generic no term, but uh, the person you got it from didn't have the chemical that was in it. Yeah, that's what was in it. Well, oh, it was just pure psilocybin. Pure psilocybin in a clear capsule. Hmm. Just a pill of let's go. Mm-hmm. And I'd done it. Oh, there was me and. How did you do it? Did you ingest it or did you snort it? We ingested it. It was me and four other people. And we got the bright idea that we were going to take the capsule mm-hmm. and we we're going to break it open. Not like. Did you it, have just one capsule? One capsule a person. It was like the equivalent of like an eighth of shrooms. Okay. Yeah, it was like an eighth of shrooms. Oh, so good time on mushrooms. At least. Yeah. Yeah. Decent time. So we split the capsule open so we didn't break it everywhere. And, you know, you just kind of pulled the, the gel cap apart. Mm-hmm. And we just put one half in our mouth, the half without the drugs. And then... You mean we, just the powder in your mouth? Yeah, just the gel cap. Okay. And then we took the other one and we just, we dumped the powder straight down the back of our throat. Jeez. Swallowed that <laughs> and then took the other half of the uh, capsule. Right. And we waited, smoked a little pot, listened to some music. Mm-hmm. It was 115 fucking degrees out, and we're in a garage. Fun. Yeah, even you know, even though the house was so 100 degrees It was the daytime? No, it was night. Oh. We, we, we popped, Jesus. <laughs> we, we popped the capsules at midnight because we all worked during the day and decided on a whim on a Friday night that we wanted to trip balls. Right. So, we, you know, we're waiting and waiting, and, like, an hour goes by, and nobody's feeling a thing. Like, we're starting to worry, like, dude, we just got some bogus-ass <laughs> shit. I just paid 60 bucks for this pill. Fuck you. Right. One of members of the circle vomited. <laughs> okay, that sucks. So that I think per- this means a red flag of some sort. No, no, no. I'll 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 walk you through this one. I remember this one. You know, certain event, <laughs> certain events of this one pretty well. Um, that person pukes, and we're like, "Oh damn, oh damn!" Another forty-five minutes. Did goes they get by. it in a bucket, or was it just everywhere? It was just they just went outside, puked in the alley. Okay. Yeah, this is you know this is in East Side of St. Paul. Ah, gotcha. So it just puked out in the alley. It was cool. Um, so after hour 45, we're all kind of pissed off. We're like, fuck, you know, the shit didn't fucking work. 
you know, we just wasted our money. Let's go for a walk. So we set out on a walk. We walked down to, we were walking down to Lake Phelan because there was a rumored media shower and we were dumb enough to think that we could see a meteor shower in St. Paul. And as we're walking, me and one of the people walking, we're kind of roughhousing, horsing around. Yeah. And we dropped something and we both bent down to pick it up and like our skulls collided (laughs) from that second forward. We were tripping. Yeah. Like I came up and you know, we're like, Oh my bad, my bad. We kept walking and all of a sudden I saw the tree shadow dancing. Yeah. Just going to town. I'm like, <coughs> Whoa. I'm like, maybe I'm fucked up from hitting my head. So I shook it off and then I saw the I saw the street lamp start start waving. Yeah. I know people can't see this hand <laughs> movement stuff. <laughs> Visualize it, dicks. Um and that's when it hit me. It's like, we're going, we're here. Yeah. It's happened. I looked over at my buddy that we collided heads with and I was like, dude, are you seeing stuff? Like, are you seeing this? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, like this is weird, dude. Like we weren't tripping, hit heads and now we're tripping. Like, okay. Yeah. Tell everybody and everybody's like, yeah, I'm kind of, kind of starting to get there too. Mm-hmm. So we get to the lake and checking out the lake and everything and everything's starting to move. Yeah. Just the more, more trails. Cause which like, lake? Lake Phelan. Yeah. The dirtiest, most disgusting lake ever. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised I didn't find a body or a car in there. Yeah. And I'm sure they have. <laughs> oh, they do all the time. Um, everything's starting to progress and, like lights are becoming super intense. Sounds are being, you know, getting intense Mm -hmm. feelings, you know, like touching grass was weird as shit. I can't describe that feeling, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't grass. Mm -hmm. So we got, and then from there we proceeded into the water. Oh, you actually tried swimming. No, we didn't try swimming. We weren't that fucking stupid. Only went about knee deep into Lake Phelan. And I look up at the sky and it's fucking Star Wars. Like it's, it's going crazy up there. Mm-hmm. So I think. Yeah. So for like two and a half, three hours, I'm standing there just staring at the sky, just moving. Yeah. The, the What looks like shooting stars to me. Is even. the meteor shower actually happening or are you just watching? It, it is happening. And I think the one sober person said there was like two. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the fic- effects you were seeing were stars. Those were drugs. Right. Yeah. They're not. Trails from actual stars. Yeah. Not real. But it was cool as hell, though. Yeah. Like, eventually they started changing colors and, like, they were, like, vibrant colors and so, so many mm-hmm. of them. So you're having uh, visual and emotional changes. Um, like, in, like, an actual shroom trip, though, um, what was it like? Uh, Shroom trips kind of come in waves and stuff. That's um, that's how it was. Yeah, it was waves. I mean, I was constantly seeing stuff. Yeah, but it would lessen. Like it would just be like a spider web in the corner, mm-hmm. blowing in the wind, is like changing colors. Mm-hmm. And you know, the music is really intense. But the hallucinations would they die way down, 
and then go back up and die down and go way back up. And yeah. then it just, it's not up, down, up, down. It's you go up a little bit, you come down, you go up a little bit more, you come down, you go up and you peak and you eventually just start to mm. ride. I mean, most, you know, it's like a eight degree pitch of a slide. You're just like, Oh, we're slowly coming down mm. and it takes like six fucking hours. Yeah. That's what, um, that's what I was saying. Like my, uh, that acid trip it was like the peaking part um feeling the ecstasy and shit it, that's what it was like on shrooms but the doing it on shrooms it was much more organic and uh like a connectivity to nature earthy right there's something to do with psilocybin where it, it connects communication part of your brain i don't know what but like everything with nature seems like it's talking to you yeah i mean we were we spent a couple hours in the lake watching this magnificent shit go down in the sky and, mm-hmm. you know, everything else around the lake. You know, there's cars and shit going on. And then we came out and we were walking down the path, which is just surrounded by trees and just, I was so happy. Yeah. Like, just to be with those trees. Like, <laughs> the smell and, you know, the feel of certain trees because apparently i turn into a fucking tree hugger when i'm tripping yeah like a literal tree hugger just <laughs> oh, i love you tree but yeah it's i, I can it's, i can definitely nice. see that yeah it's nice you know and then uh but the unfortunate thing was how we ingested these drugs um i felt like absolute shit throughout this whole time right now uh how so just my stomach was upset. I was sweating balls. Like I was sweating like James Gandolfini out of mm-hmm. fucking treadmill. Yeah. And now I, uh, with your skin, did you get a reptilian type feeling clamminess to your skin? I wasn't really touching myself. No, no. I mean like just, just looking at like, it. Like when on mushrooms, every time I've done them, you go through this. The first stage is like you start feeling drunk. And then mm-hmm. the next thing you know is that your hands feel clammy, and then it feels like you're wearing, like, fucking reptile skin. No, I didn't get that. Yeah, okay. No, that... Anyways, keep going. The, uh, what the fuck was I saying? <laughs> 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 oh, that's right. Um, so, eventually, I puked. Like, we're walking back, I'm smoking a cigarette, and every time I inhale the, uh, the cigarette, it, it gags the fuck out of me, just, mm-hmm. like... It's like poking your uvula or whatever that thing is called, the punching bag in your mouth. And I knew it. I knew it was going to happen. So I was like, somebody hang back. I'm going (laughs) to puke. (laughs) So (coughs) instead of just puking in the street, I puke in somebody's yard. Lovely. On their tree. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, I puked it wasn't just like puking up a little mucus no i dumped everything in my stomach and any ounce of fluid i fucking had just hard onto this tree right that tree that poor tree (laughs) (laughs) and from that point on that was that was my that was my peak yeah my trip from that point on for the next two hours three hours was magnificent right just magnificent like 
the colors were going with music and I was feeling good and I was having a good time and just watching the trails and watch things like shift and sway and mm-hmm. melt a little bit, not in a creepy way, but as a dude, the fucking wall is melting. Right. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> and it just, it was fun. And we just at this time we were listening to uh, a guy named big B. Mm-hmm. He's a, uh, he, it does not, that's not important. So, we're, you know, it was cool. Well, I found well, what, you, Can you recall what song it was? Hooligan. 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 No, at, no, Mayday. It was Mayday when I, you know, when I, that was the one we were listening to the most. <laughs> Is Big B Hooligan? Yeah. Okay. Good luck finding him. He's, he's, he raps with, uh, he's on Suburban Noise. Free publicity, fat fuck. <laughs> But I finally, we, we listened to the CD. The CD was called Random Stuff. We listened to it for like five straight hours. I got sick of hearing it. He's a good artist. I dig his music. But enough is enough. So I get a hold of the controller for the Xbox and I find some Static X. Yeah. The only one on there is Wisconsin Death Trip. I'm like, you guys want to listen to Static X? And everybody was on board. So we played it. And holy fuck, it changed the dynamic of the trip so much. Like you guys were in a vehicle now? No, we 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 were back in the garage at this point. Okay. Nobody drove at all. That would have been scary as fuck. Right. I've heard of so many people talking about tripping on mushrooms. They're nuts. Okay, I, keep going. I anyways, I just, so you put on Static X. Put on some Static X, man, and everything sped up. Like I said, lights and stuff are moving with music. Right. Jesus grapes. Well, you got that? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, Static X is, as you may very well know, fast-paced. Very fast-paced music. And the colors sped up. Mm-hmm. The trails went faster and, like, more places. And it was awesome you were you seeing colors overlaid over what um like augmented over what was already there yeah what like were you seeing like colors like over things that were already there like if i was looking at you like i'm looking through a shade of blue right no well well how were the colors being initiated by the music just i'd look at something like not not so much a wall Mm. Or a shelf or something, but like spider webs or even the light bulbs themselves sometimes or a picture on the wall or something hanging would just be changing color. Kind of it it'd be it kind of like be taking the horse of a different color from the Wizard of Oz and speeding its transitioning process up to like times thirty. Okay. So it's just rapidly changing colors and when the beat would change or the music would, you know, drop, it would like it. I don't even know how to explain it. Just, it would change. It would go with it. It's almost like I was looking at a stage. Like I was looking at stage lights with movers and a light show going on, but it was everywhere. Right. And (laughs) (sighs) so fun. But yeah, everything sped up, and ultimately, after like an hour and a half of just, you know, chit-chatting and chattering around and everybody else puking and 
getting on my level because they're slow. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up staring at the back of a PSP that had a sticker of Kratos on it from God of War. Yeah. Morphing. <laughs> cool. like, like his facial structure stayed, and you could always tell it was him, mm-hmm. but he was just morphing and moving and twisting and just... Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, like uh, mushrooms will do that, like, you know, before and after your peak. Um, like, if you had, like, a, a star or a starfish, like, a stationary object, all of the arms and, and limbs and tentacles would look like they're an octopus alive and mm-hmm. twisting and writhing all over the place. Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. I like I like that part of, of the shroom trip. Like, one time I, I was tripping with my friend and... Uh, we were smoking out of a can, like like old school, and I I was grabbing the this weed to get it you know centered over the over the screen that I had punctured holes in the can with. And when I picked the weed up with this um this pin, it was writhing like a bug, and I thought I had picked a bug up off the can, <laughs> and I almost dropped it. And I was like, oh wait, and then I was looking at it, and I was like, that is really cool because it. It just had all these really crazy tentacles sticking out mm. of it, like a Medusa head. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it, that was that was fun. That was a really fun time, tripping like that. So you had, it was, it was just a complete good, how many hours would you say? 14. 14 hour. 14 And at no, at no point hours. were you like, I'm tripping, I want to stop? Yeah, at like hour 12. So how did you get through that? The last two hours were still good or, or not? By this time, it's not. I mean, I know the difference. Mm-hmm. Like certain things are still moving. There's slight trails. Every once in a while, I'll catch a, a color flash in a TV or right. you know wherever. And I finally, I finally moved into the house because it was cold in the house. AC was at like sixty-two fucking degrees. Uh, and we've been yeah, sweating I, all goddamn I know what night. That's like. <laughs> and I finally go in the house and I'm sitting there and I'm like I'm I'm literally telling myself, All right, it's over. You're not seeing any more stuff. Doesn't work. Right. Eventually I just I laid down, grabbed a blanket, a pillow, got comfortable. And I slowly just drifted to sleep. Yeah. Like, I didn't close my eyes and try to go to sleep. I didn't pass out. I just laid there comfortable on the couch and eventually drifted off. I don't remember if I dreamed or not. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But then I slept for 12 hours. Yeah. Yeah, when I I do shrooms, I... Yeah, it's it's hard to get to sleep uh, for me. But yeah, also with the the getting sick part on mushrooms when you do them, you're getting sick because you fucking poisoned yourself with with mushrooms. Yeah, and your your body wants to throw them up. Like when I ate a quarter, my body was like, "Get this the fuck out of your body." Yeah, that's the not and so I fun was part. I was hovering over the toilet, and I was just huh <laughs> huh, and I didn't. I I was able to hold it back. Oh, see if I I couldn't do I. I I, I felt super, like, I was to the point where I was ready to self-induce yeah, with, vomiting. Yeah, with yours, it, it wouldn't have mattered if you threw up or not. You would have, I think with me, if I if I had thrown those up, I might not have had as good of a, 
tail end of the trip, you know. Yeah, and the thing is, is after I threw up, I felt awesome. Right. I, I felt instantly better. Like, I mean, I was, like, <laughs> sweating hard and, like, oh. And as soon as I puked, I'm like, <laughs> what's up? Nice. It's fun. All right, so um, that's – all right, so mushrooms, you that's something that you'd be – Opposed to, or you think you'd ever do those in the future? I'd, I'd probably do those again. Yeah? Yeah, I'd probably do, in the right environment. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I've, from almost everyone that I've interviewed, I've, I've heard them, actually everyone I've interviewed had said that, yes, they would do mushrooms again in the future, <laughs> that they they enjoy them. Yeah, that was, that was, that was a good time. But like I said, it's got to be in the right environment. <laughs> Which is funny, because for me, I struggled with them so hard in the future, in, in, in the beginning, um... I would fight them. Like, I would get, like, an hour or two into them, and I would be like, wow, I have no control over what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, I am not having fun. This needs to stop now. And, uh, <laughs> and you just start laughing. Yeah. And it, it, yeah. it was so, it, it goes in waves, and it took me a while to realize that you need to just uh, surrender. Just ride the wave. Yeah. Just go with it. Yeah. See, I didn't fight it at all. And I was, I was mm-hmm. nervous about it going in, and... My buddy who was with me, uh, by the way, he was he was talking shit before we started. He was talking <laughs> shit like he's he's done shrooms and acid and he's a fucking pro and blah 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 blah. He's the one that like ended up having a bad trip. Right. Like he was not doing well. I nicknamed him Linus for a reason. <laughs> He found a towel in the garage and he had it over his head, like just <laughs> draped over his head, trying to have a good time. And he held on to this towel for like four hours. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't put it down. And then, unfortunately for this guy, he had to call his boss tripping balls mm-hmm. to say he was sick and couldn't go to work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lovely. Yeah, that's. Yeah, with me, whenever I'm tripping on, on shrooms, sometimes. The bad trip would come from like if that happened to me and I was on shrooms, bad trip for the rest of the time right there. That he said that's pretty much what started the the trip to go bad is when he started thinking about having to call his boss. Exactly, yeah, like um, uh, the because it it's, it's such an introspective drug. Like it makes you like immediately look at your own life, and anything that that's bad is immediately like uh, a huge. It's it's like the Grand Canyon you know, compared to what it really is. And it's not yeah. a big deal. Not, yeah. Um, but yeah, the smallest thing would, would make me start just kind of freaking out that. <clears throat> yeah. I, I don't know. Now, now I'm much better at it. Well, yeah, it, it it's all, it's all your mindset and everything. Like I said, I was nervous as fuck going in. I, I, was I would have a bad trip. I would be interested because I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it wasn't just pure psilocybin but um i'd be interested to know what what chemical it actually was that was in that i'll research it and see if i can find it yeah say if i still talk to the guy i'd ask him but yeah i'll talk to him because uh the first guy that i had on isaac um he's a good friend of mine uh he talked about doing 2ce or 2cb i can't remember but those ones are complete like dissociative drugs like uh they're almost like uh, ketamine, and you snort those. Oh. Yeah. So, um, 
the psychedelics that you've done is just this um, synthetic psilocybin. Yep. And what was the other one? Acid and and acid and acid and um th- th- those are the only ones you've you've done. Yep. Well, that I know of. Mm-hmm. I know. For you've never for tried him. salvia or anything. No. Oh, you never got that onto that train no. back. In no, I didn't, I didn't jump that fucking train. That's an interesting one. There's, I've heard a lot about that one. You there's there's a coin for that one. You're either like me, where you have tales where it's you're the fucking horrible trip, never have a good time on it. Or your heads, and every time you do it, it's like, oh, this is the greatest drug in the world. Yeah, yeah. Nope. I uh, I elected to not go to that train station and board. I imagine, though, like me, um, it was a. If you have trouble with control, or or, uh, I would say uh, losing control. <laughs> if you have lack of, or, you know, trouble losing control, you. You would not have a good time on it. I just don't know why, for me, Salvia was so goddamn intense. Like, <clears throat> it was, it, it knocked me on my ass, whereas my friend, um, we tried it, we bought it from this head shop, and the guy gave <laughs> us a free one, and he's like, if if it doesn't work, come back, and I'll give you your money back. And we got it from this guy at this place called Mr. Nice Guy. Oh, I remember that place. Yep. <laughs> yep. And uh, we go out into the car, and I give it to him, and this stuff's legal for anyone to smoke. Which is weird. Right. So anyone could smoke it, and we got a free one for it. And uh, he takes- B18, oh, though. Yeah, you have to be 18 to buy it, whatever, but you can smoke it. You know, yeah, whatever. Just be eighteen. So he he's he's smoking the one hit of it, and he looks over at me, and he's got this look on his face like, like he was drunk almost, and he was just smiling like he had <laughs> just heard the funniest thing, and then Creepy. he starts leaning out of the window and <laughs> laughing and laughing, hitting the side of the car, and I'm like, oh. oh. Okay, it works. Like, so right. I put it in reverse and it started going. I'm like, <laughs> I guess we're going. And I'm driving down the road and he's leaning out of the window, just laughing and yelling at everyone. <laughs> and about seven minutes later, I'm just sitting there hopping up and down and looking at me like, not, not even being able to make intelligible words. And then he finally comes to and he's like, that was crazy. Let me do it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Whereas as me, where I did it, I, I, oh man, it was horrible. We were doing it in a scenario like you where instead of a garage, we were in a shed and, um, it was, I did a one of it, took one huge puff of it, held it in. And then I was standing up as I did. And I said, oh, I've, I started to trip almost immediately. And I exhaled, saying, "It feels like you're on the inside of a tire." And everyone started laughing, and boom! It was like the Big Lebowski, <laughs> like when he starts tripping in the in the bowling pins. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, and I lost all my, I, I lost my arms and my legs and uh, and my sight, and I was just a a torso rolling around on this plywood which because it was the ceiling of the of the shed it was a plywood stadium and the, everyone in the room was laughing and every time they laughed i would i would roll around the, the stadium faster and faster and faster <laughs> and i didn't even know i was a human being and it was the most terrifying experience i've ever had in my life and i finally came to and i was just sitting in this chair this whole time just 
Whoa. <laughs> yeah, just buzzing, just come coming to like I had just done a space monkey or something. <laughs> and just the most horrible feeling in the world, like, oh, the this drug sucks this dick. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this. Yeah, I think uh, I think you actually told me about that, and that's probably I think that's one of the reasons I never wanted to do it. You should try it. No. No, I mean the the thing is though, it it was the worst, probably the, the worst trip I've ever had in my life. But it it didn't kill me. Um, you're not going to go crazy doing it. It's it's not going to fuck with you. Um, a bad trip is a good trip. I, I, I say a bad trip is always an experience. I've tripped on shrooms many times, many, many times. And, uh, I've, I've had bad trips more than good trips and I still <laughs> advise people to try mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not doing salvia. That doesn't, no. No, okay. I don't want to do that. Right. Well, yeah. I'm kind of a bitch when it comes to my drugs now. See, I was afraid to take mushrooms initially, but that my wasn't. girlfriend brought them home, and I was like, "Well, I guess I'm not going to be a bitch." Yeah. <laughs> and we yeah. both did them. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, nowadays I'm a, I'm kind of a little bitch about my drugs. I don't stray far from All marijuana. Right. So, besides salvia, is there a drug that you won't do? Heroin. Uh, well, opiates. I guess. Have you ever done pain pills? When I need to. All right. So what you're saying is you you'll never inject mainline you'll never mainline pure pain pill opiates. Heroin. No, anything intravenously sounds god awful to me. Okay. Fuck that. I was I was gonna ask that about cocaine. You all right? So you never you never shot cocaine. You only no. you only snorted it. Only snorted it. You never you never smoked uh, crack cocaine. No. Okay. Nope. Just I just put the shit up my nose. That yeah. was my preferred method of doing it. The other, like I said, intravenously injections. No. Right. I don't even like getting my fucking blood drawn. But and I'm not and, a fan of it either. No, and and smoking crack, it's just it seems like a confusing process to me. I I, I didn't want any part of it. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Something with you know, scotch pads or something. I don't know. And you and the compl- when it gets to a complicated process, you're like, oh, just fuck it, just give me the drug, God damn it, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just super easy to put a pile of coke underneath a dollar bill and smash it down with a lighter till it's nice and fine, and right, fucking do your credit card dancing and done. You ever snort any of your pain pills? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't recommend that. It tastes awful. Okay, so when you're on the on the coke, you're tasting it now. Even though you're snoring, so you're getting you're still getting you, your your nostril your nose still drains, so you get drainage. Yeah. So I've heard of that it. they call it the drip or whatever. Sure, we could just call it. We just refer to it as drainage. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I get a niner in there. <laughs> <laughs> we come from a walkie talkie. Oh man. <laughs> so heroin is that the that's the only drug you won't ever do? And meth. I mean, you already did math. Well, yeah. So, yeah, heroin. I guess I, uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really not in the mood for, you know, new drugs at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty much, I'm sticking to marijuana. Yeah. And you know, I do shrooms again in the future, and that's that's about it. Real shrooms. Real shrooms, sure. Yeah. Whatever. You know, but that's about it. You know, I've done what I've wanted to try, and I don't want to try anything else. I don't want to die now. <laughs> See, that's what I got after doing mushrooms. I came out of the out of a, a really intense trip, and I was like, you know what? I, I 
I want to live so bad, you know. I'm a entity that exists in this universe. Yeah, I'm just worried about, you know, heroin's such an addictive drug. You know, if I ever tried it once, I'd be worried that, you know, that one time's going to hook me. And oh, I'm, same, same. And here. then I'm going to chase would, the fucking dragon mm. and wind up OD'd in a bathroom stall and a bathroom at McDonald's. I, I enjoy the opioid myself, whereas at the same exact point, I would never try heroin in any form. I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't smoke, like, smoke it, inject it, snort no. and it. I, and I know a recovering heroin addict. And he he t- he told me stories just picking you know going to get the stuff and mm-hmm. you know stealing to pay for it. And, you have know, you ever heard everything. of Have you ever heard of the drug uh, ibogaine or iboga? No. Yeah, it comes from this plant in uh, Africa. The, the oh, it's natural. Yeah, it's it comes from a iboga tree, and they take the roots from it, and you trip on it, <clears throat> and. It's like an eight-hour trip, and when these people come out of it, they're completely devoid of any opiate addiction. Weird. Yeah, like opiate, meth, like sometimes even cigarettes. And yeah, I think I think my buddy is. Uh, I think he's on methadone. Yeah, I was just talking to my uh, other friend uh, last night about that, about how many methadone clinics we have in this country. Oh, I know, where that's weird. You go from someone who's addicted to heroin to someone who's now addicted to methadone clinics, yep. where they're going, you know, once or twice a week or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But where there's a Vice documentary, I'll put a link to it in the description, where these people, they're like shamans, you know, and they go around, they find people, and they they host a a ceremony for them where they can take this Ibogaine and uh, trip and, you know, be cured of heroin addiction, which is fucking crazy. Yeah, it is. I think... He, uh, I think he said that he's on like the lowest dose there is, and you know, like he's he's almost completely weaned off of it. Where mm-hmm. some, you know, I used to live next door to a guy who was that dude's never going to be okay, right? Because he was doing, he was going to the methadone clinic and still doing the heroin. Not good. <laughs> yeah, the guy was just a pile of shit. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to kick his ass on general principle. Yeah. Just, I mean, I, I, I knew the guy personally. I knew who he was, what kind of person he was. And he was just, he's not a good human being. He's kind of a waste of flesh. <laughs> Fucking breathing up my good air. Yeah. So happy when I moved away from him. Yeah, when... <clears throat> When when I did uh, when I do shrooms, uh, they've they've always helped me. Any any trip, I guess. It's uh, it always feels like it's it's helped me, even bad ones. Um, that's why I'd say even even salvia, I might even try that again someday. Yeah, I didn't take anything away from my trip, just except that I fucking trip balls and it was fun. Really, you you had nothing taken away from your trip. No. So it's just a complete mechanical. Yep. See, that's how I. That's how acid felt for me. Where acid, it was like I was, you know, it was like I was feeling having an ecstasy feeling from it and an orgasmic feeling, but it was, it was, it was like all of the trip from a shroom trip, but it was like nothing of the spiritual or, you know, nature feeling. That yeah, I, got I, from it. I didn't take anything like that away. 
Yeah, where mushrooms, it was totally like where I said it, it totally feels like it's it's connected to the communication. But um, well, maybe it's because I spent you know like three four hours like cursing my decision to do the drugs. Like I just I wanted to be done. Mm-hmm. I was I I had, I'd had enough. I wanted it to be done, and I really wanted to go to sleep because at that <laughs> point I'd been up for like thirty hours. Right. And not a nice person. Yeah, I generally, I've, I've generally tripped, like, at the in the middle of the day, so it goes into nighttime. You know, that's probably the best. I see. I've always, I've, I've heard differently that it's really cool to trip at the beginning of the day, like noon, and then trip yeah. during the day, like when it's bright out. I'm sure that would be interesting. Yeah, I'd like to try that someday. Yeah, maybe, maybe someday soon in the future. Do it in the winter. <laughs> I've done that. I've done that before once. Uh, a friend of mine had a bag of mushrooms, and he was just handing out mushrooms, and we were just nibbling on them every once in a while. Just here, have a cap. And we were what? Well, have a cap. We made a, a sled out of this huge uh, TV cardboard uh, box, and we were going <laughs> outside and sledding on the snowbank, and all the snow was coming. <laughs> oh, it was pretty cool. That had been fun. I don't think I could ever snowboard hallucinating though. No, I'd probably die. Yeah, it like actually <laughs> so die running into a tree or something. I've had a friend tell me about uh, actually driving, you know, a vehicle yeah. and tripping. It's like no yeah, way. No, no I <laughs> don't want to be doing be... it at a safe location I... away from cliffs, yeah. motorized vehicles, sharp objects, sharp things. <laughs> yeah. I I barely want to be responsible for operating my own arm to take a drink of whatever I'm drinking. Right, like, I need like, I, I need a spotter. I don't even want to touch my phone because I might erase something. <laughs> yeah, like I need a spotter. Like I need a drink, and they'll just pick it up, put the straw to your mouth. You take a drink, and they put it down, or they run up with Gatorade bottles, like in football, just good to go. Right, Cut so, me, Mick. Cut so, me. So things we've learned: don't do drugs at school. Don't ever do it at school. Right. Don't do cocaine. Or would you say do, do cocaine? Yeah, experience it if you're. If you're if you're ever would curious you, about it, I'd say give it a bump. Would you say that the problem you had with cocaine was you, or would you say it was the cocaine? A combination of both, because yeah. cocaine is also very addictive. Right. It is, and it's really easy to get super addicted. But if you have an addictive personality, that's where you're going to have problems. So, what was easier to quit, cocaine or or nicotine? Nicotine, no, 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 cocaine, because I'm still smoking. No, there we go. That's the question. <laughs> That's yeah. what I was figuring. <laughs> yeah, I had, yeah, I had, to, I had to think about that. Yeah, cocaine was easier, but it. I I went through withdrawals for like four days. Well, that's it. That's all I really remember. Maybe for yeah, that's yeah, not, that's four days so of like intense sweating and shaking, and vomiting. Hmm. It sucked, but you know, once I got through it, I was cool. I was like, that's it. We're good now. Yeah. We can move forward with life. But, I mean, if you're, I'd say if you don't, if you don't have an addictive personality, like if you're not easily addicted to shit, try cocaine. Right. Try it once. See what it's all about. Yeah. You know, if you like it, fucking be careful. Be careful. Like, yeah, if, don't if you, be dumb about it. That's kind of how I felt. If if I really like something, maybe it's something you should only do in, in moderation. Or not at all. Exactly. Yeah. So, too. I mean, yeah, I mean, cocaine's not a bad drug. Just, you know, be careful. You know, buy it from a reliable person. Don't just go downtown and 
by the first dude that's slinging coke and get it from him because <laughs> for all you know you could be snorting you could be snorting cut yeah you just you'd be snorting fucking baking powder and you never encountered any of that fuck no 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 because like i got my i got my drugs from the same dudes same people every time for two and a half years like I've tried, I tried out their stuff. They're they were very generous people. You buy from them, they they cut you a line mm-hmm. for nothing. Just here you go, do it up, have fun. We'll see you later. Okay, <laughs> later. But yeah, you know, give it a try, give it a try. Yeah, if you what if if you like uppers or yeah, if you like uppers, give it a whirl. Yeah, no, it's not bad, but you know, definitely be careful, and don't don't do a lot. Just do like. If you ever have a friend, if you have a friend or somebody that does, just ask them for a bump. Mm-hmm. You know, don't do a full line right out of the gate. <laughs> <laughs> and what's a bump compared to a line? Um, just like, just a little, just a little bit. Yeah, just a little tiny. I mean, it's not tiny, but it's like, you know, I don't really know how to like, like a dime sized dollop, maybe, maybe okay. a little smaller. Yeah, you, know, you generally do it off the. You know, between your thumb and the your webbing, finger, the yeah, webbing. You just kind of, or that's that's where tutors come in play. Gotcha for quick bumps. So, yeah, try it. All right, guys. Well, that's the episode. Thank you for uh, being on. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. All right, that was interesting. Um, stay tuned, guys. <laughs>